Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music, horror, art, politics, bad assery. Welcome to Society Thirteen. You want to see something really scary? You bet. Music. Horror. Art. Politics. And overall badassery. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. For real. On Society 13 Networks. Did I turn my mic off? You did. Is yours working? Mine works. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sleep paralysis? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Microphone paralysis. Hey, yes. Kettle Whistle Radio with Dave and Sean. And we're going to have a special guest here in a little bit. Um, And right now we're uh, jawing. Is that a Pennsylvania term? We're jawing instead of talking about or yammering. We're jawing about something. Yammering, I think, is more maybe a Pennsylvania thing. Is it? Thing. Yeah, okay. I, I've heard jawing. I've used jawing. Before. Is that a, that's a southern thing? I don't know. Because I'm, I'm a transplant from New York, and I've lost my accent. But when I go home and come back, it comes back. And um, usually when I'm angry, I get more New Jersey. It's very strange. <laughs> but uh, but we do have Ty Oliver on tonight uh, from Power Man 5000. And he's a great dude. And he, we're going to play, of course, some Power Man 5000 for you off the new album, New Wave. Going to go see them at the Craft House in Pittsburgh on the 30th. I have tickets. Sean does not. We're working on that, as you will hear. (laughs) And um, let's see. I cut you off, and I feel bad. You were telling a story when we got into all kinds of other things on other shows, past two shows. Uh, We were talking Vinnie Paul and everything else. Well, that was terrible. I'm still not over the Vinnie Paul thing. I never will get over that. But we were talking about uh, real music, real musicians, and where to go to buy their stuff. A little place called Record Stores. Yeah, so I used to, you know, it used to be, could be me and any variety of friends. It could have just been one friend or a couple friends. But what would happen was I, I would get to the record store and I would, you know, just start perusing through every single section. And looking at the artwork, and looking at who produced the band, and looking at the songs, and maybe what any information that was available on the on the artwork and the jacket of the album, you know, and and just I'd spend hours, literally hours, in the record store, and my friends would get so mad at me, <laughs> and they would be like, "Oh, Sean's in the record store again. We're gonna be three hours." And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. No, I get. I still get that if I can find a record store. But yeah, they're, they're few and far between now. Uh, but now they're novelty stores. You got records, you got vinyl, you got CDs, and then you got like toys, comics, 
mm-hmm. and all these other uh, collectors items so to speak t-shirts Ides has it all they're still not paying me for this so i can't talk about them too much <laughs> you know <laughs> in, in monroeville there used to be they used to have this uh i don't know if it was a traveling thing or what but they used to have this cd convention cd convention at um there was this hotel in monroeville and i think there's a i think it's actually a, hmm. a um a hospital now in that location but um anyway they used to have this convention and you, you know that's where i found like a lot of like really cool like curve cds and uh, curve, you know, just, yes. just like weird cut out cds that you wouldn't find anywhere some of my skinny puppy cds that i have and um you know just oddities you know things things that you wouldn't find in the normal everyday record store You'd right find, like those prize things that yeah. I can't believe I found this. Like a, a radio, you just pulled the CD out of um, the uh, Dink, D-I-N-K. That was big. Nah, they were, they had a, they weren't big. They were, they had their brief moment in the mid '90s. Green Mind. Yeah, Green Mind. Yeah, danceable rock music, uh, fun, fun stuff. And if you look at them, they just look like a bunch of college kids. It was so funny, all wearing they baseball were a, hats. An and, Ohio band, weren't they? I think, yeah, that's why we got them. Yeah, Dink. And you just pulled that out of there, like on, and you found an album I haven't, like, you, you had to get the dust off of it. Um, well, yeah. Well, the future episodes, um, you know, all, all kinds of bands. You were talking about Paw back in the grunge days, and they have a new band. Yeah, they have a new band. The singer, the lead singer from Paw, has a band called Godzillionaire. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're from Kansas, Lawrence, Kansas. And uh, I uh, just started to chat up with, with him. See if maybe we can make an interview on it. Hopefully so. That sounds good. That sounds good already. Um, well, I look forward to that. And uh, you guys got to stick around and listen to Ty Oliver, really cool dude from Power Man 5000. Um, but something we left off last time, we I, I like to talk movies. I, I have to talk comic book a little bit because my comic book, Demon Eye, one word, Demon Eye, you have to look it up by Demon Eye Comic, I found out on YouTube. I have a trailer there if you guys are interested. It's all color, 26 pages. Got a lot of hits all of a sudden. And I had given some to um, some folks in New York, and that's a story I've yet to tell on here, and I can't yet. Um, I have some things in the works that I hope will come to fruition. Sean will be the first to know, more than likely the second to know. I'll probably be the first. Oh, well, then there's also the woman she needs to know. Anyway, if something happens, you guys will know. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Demon Eye got a lot of hits on YouTube suddenly. We're not sure why, but um, check it out if you can. It's a fun little trailer. Band Magnet School does the soundtrack. That being said, um, you guys, to Jurassic Park, you saw it, I saw it. I enjoyed it, and I wanted to hate it. It was a different setting for the same story again. Um, I think it might be a little more bite than some of the other ones, or just the same bite. No real surprises except um, the scenario, I guess, where the dinosaurs are this time. Yeah, uh, you know, I think my wife, uh, she was a little bit disappointed because there wasn't oh. enough island action. Yeah. And the dinosaurs were in a different setting. I agree with that. And um, But, I, you know, quite honestly, I thought the premise was done very well. You okay. Know, I read a lot of reviews going into it. People saying, oh, you know, There's how many times hate. can they tell the story and... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, how many different ways can they spin it? But it, it, it ended up being a really fun, enjoyable movie. Yeah, you know? I agree. It was fun. It was fun. Um, and is it an ending? No, it's a new beginning, quite possibly. And God knows if they're going to do that. Yeah, of course they are. Uh, all right, so Jurassic Park, not too bad. Uh, what is it? Fallen Kingdom? Fallen Kingdom. I, I'll give it, you know, a, a thumb and a half up. I don't know. It, it, it was fun. It's a popcorn movie. It's a 
Some are, I don't want to say family flick unless your kid's older, you know, whatever. But they parents let their kids see everything these days. Yeah. Um, the other thing, I don't know if I'm going to touch on Last Jedi yet. Uh, the, the movie that sent me to therapy. Um, hmm. Fun because it's Star Wars, but is my least favorite Star Wars movie. I have to say that. I, lo- I love Solo. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, man. I just I don't know if I'm ready to talk about it yet. <laughs> For me, it it kind of it kind of almost destroyed a character that I loved. Yeah. And um, yeah. It it had it had very good qualities, and uh, you know I enjoyed it as a Star Wars movie because there's you know mm-hmm. what's not to enjoy about a Star Wars movie, but. Um, but it yeah. t- it took a lot of things and rearranged them from what you know and I. I mean, if it was just a director trying to be cool, that's the way it came across. Like he was just like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the carpet from under these motherfuckers," you know. Just like, and he did, you know. Like, and unfortunately, he did it to old school fans, and it wasn't acceptable. It did not go over well. <laughs> no, and he, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know. I just uh, maybe in detail at some point because there are people that still haven't seen it yet, believe it or not. Um, so we'll just leave it at that, and we'll stick to music for now because it seems to be safer. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, coming up, uh, Ty Oliver uh, from Power Man 5000. Uh, let's go into a tune. Unless you got something else to say, Sean. Um, I don't think I do. All right, we'll get into a little Sid Vicious and address. We should do that. Okay. <laughs> you just totally, you totally tattied me just <laughs> All right, folks. <laughs> That's a reference to an, to an old classmate of ours. All right. Here we go. Sid Vicious and address. Yeah, like love 
folks, friends, and fiends, thank you so much for tuning in to Kettle Whistle Radio. It's once again Dave, and uh, who's over there in the corner? Sean. Sean. He just goes by Sean. He, yeah. He, very quiet at first. Uh, we're still breaking Sean in. Um, we, we have a very special guest here with us today, tonight, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, Mr. Ty Oliver from Power Man 5000, one of the bands I've been following through the years. So many changes. And Ty, thank you so much for doing the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, you're new to the band as of 2015? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, yep. and from what we understand, well, I already know you're a hell of a musician. I, I pretend to be. You pretend to <laughs> be. <laughs> uh, not from what me and Sean see. Uh, no, he's a very good technical guitarist. Yeah, I, I mean... Uh, no, I think you're there, man. Um, I, I again, I, I'll show my age here, but I kind of grew up in the '80s with the metal. Uh, I was a kid in the '70s, but in the '80s, the metal. Uh, you know, you had Ingve Malmsteen, you had your Satriani's, who you get compared to. Um, uh, yeah, you, those are all. I mean, I'm a total '80s hair metal guy. Like <laughs> that's definitely at the roots of uh, a lot of the stuff that you know, my guitar playing for sure. Satriani and Steve Vai, huge, huge influences. So. Yeah. And you, uh, I guess you were discovered by who in Power Man, or did you audition? Uh, I did audition. Um, I just got contacted at the time um, by Nick, who was the guitar player in um, uh-huh. 2015. Uh, he'd been in the band for a while. Um, he contacted me and you know asked me if I'd be interested in learning some songs, that kind of thing. And then, and then there was an actual audition with the band. And um, I'm, I'm still hanging out. They're still calling me, so it worked out. <laughs> yeah, and you're definitely in the videos and showing up live uh, on YouTube. There's some live performances by you guys. You're up there on stage. I saw some bitty, yeah. really big crowds there. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've uh, you know, we've played some uh, recently on the last couple uh, tours we just did. There's been some really, really good festival shows that have just been super fun, super awesome. You know, big crowds. Plus, you're getting to play with. Uh, you know, all these bands you like and, and admire or whatever um, and respect. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just the whole thing is a lot of fun to get to do that um, at, on top of having a big crowd. So it's it's kind of all win on those, I, I think. Well, just uh, before we get too much into the Power Man thing, I'll concentrate on you. Was it intimidating to step on there with those other guys? Are they, uh, like, uh, have they been doing it longer? I know Spiders had, I saw him in the first tour way back when, the OzFest. But were, was it intimidating to get on that stage with that crowd in your face? Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely, because I kind of, I was a fan of the band for a long while before I got into it, uh, you know, was an actual member, but, um, and previous to that, you know, I, I'd, I'd been in bands or whatever in the San Francisco Bay Area, mm-hmm. um, and open for bigger bands here and there, but nothing on, on a, on a level that Power Man's doing now, um, so yeah, to go into the audition and, and, and have to play in front of spider and then you know the rest of the guys or whatever i mean that was i was uh i was getting <laughs> nervous man it was pretty hardcore so uh but um everything i mean they're just such nice down-to-earth guys that that helped cool. um and then yeah that first you know that first few couple of shows there was definitely like pretty nerve-wracking but um <laughs> i just was you know there was no way i was going to say no to it i was like i, I gotta just suck it up and, and, and do it you know so, um, but, you know, once I kind of broke the ice with it all, then it's like, you know, now it's just like fun. It's, it's so much fun. So looks like you're having a good time. Sean's got something for you here. Well, I was going to say there's a big contrast in the music between your solo music 
uh, albums and then uh, the Power Man 5000. Was there was there a you know a different mindset that you had to put yourself in to to do the music with Power Man or just um yeah I mean those the, the solo stuff that um people still seem to find somewhere some way out there um that's like pretty old that's from you know a good 10 years ago or longer um and i was definitely in a very different like headspace uh putting that stuff together i mean i was super duper into the satriani steve Vai uh zone and um i mean i still liked like heavy stuff while i was doing that i just that's what was coming out of me creatively and um i kind of did that it kind of ran its course and then i i hit a point where because i did it with a, a three-piece band for a couple of years and that was fun um but then i kind of hit a point where i was like all right you know i, I want to be in a band like a real band with a singer and like mm-hmm. i don't really care about shredding solos or i just kind of got over it. I, don't know, I just kind of burned out on it and i wanted to just do a rock band i wanted to have fun and, and be in a full-on band so nice um, yeah yeah because there was a lot of things that were that were going on and and the solo stuff that, um, I don't know, I felt like it kind of, it's open to do a lot of stuff, but I also felt like I couldn't, um, it, it felt very trapped in, a, in the, I don't know, a past kind of sound, a dated sound. So um, a lot of, the, you know, I had all these other bands I liked that I wanted to try and play and express and get that side of me out. And so I felt like doing a regular band would be, you know, would help that. Um, so anyhow, uh, I did eventually get into um uh, a couple other things after i did the solo thing a couple of original bands mm-hmm. one, was called, one was called uh requiem for the dead and then um and then i did a couple local bands in the san francisco bay area as well like goth industrial stuff ah yeah. right up our alley sean yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so that was like that was super fun um and uh got to get my you know live kicks out and um some of that, some of those other influences that I had in me were, you know, I was able to get that out on stage and stuff. So, by the time Power Man came around, I was very much like in a band headspace and more, mm-hmm. um, you know, just uh, closer to, you know, doing a rock band, what Power Man is, you know, than I was, say, doing the solo stuff. Because that stuff's like, it's old. <laughs> it's like, that's from a while ago. But um, I'm actually surprised that you found that. You know, I'm, I'm I didn't. I wasn't aware that you knew about it. So, oh yeah. But, but it's really good. It's good to hear how, you know, technically challenging that 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 the music is. You know, on that solo stuff. Uh, you know, from my point of view. But, you know, that yeah. that that actually led me to find um, another uh, piece of music that you did with another band. I think it, it, this it, caught Sean's attention big time. Yeah, I have a friend that's into like real technical death metal. So he oh, yeah. he listens to Decrepit Birth and it. I saw oh, yeah. that you had a, a solo on one of their records. Can can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm actually long, long, long time friends with uh, Matt and Bill. Um, we actually grew up in Santa Cruz together. And uh, Matt Satello, the guitar player and mastermind behind that whole band, is um, just a long time friend. And we actually, one of the first people I ever jammed with, and I had a big influence guitar-wise with Matt. Like, I used to just... Cause I started out playing drums and um, and then I eventually switched to guitar. But I used to jam with Matt, and because uh, he was just so good that I was like, okay, I gotta play with this guy. He's like gonna go places, <laughs> and um, and we were just good buds. And um, so, anyways, uh, long story short, um, he had the you know I, he did the whole decrepit birth thing, and um, and 
there's actually a solo on, I believe it's the second album and then the third one. But yeah, I was able to get in on, do a couple guest solos on, on two of the albums, and um, that was just super fun. I mean, that was just like, I was kind of honored to, to, to get to do it, because, uh, I mean, you know, those guys are just like such crazy good musicians. But um, yeah, when I was growing up, I was super into death metal, um, Suffocation, Cannibal Corpse, you know, Deicide. <laughs> we, yeah, we talked about Deicide on the last episode. Yeah, man, yeah. there they were. There were. The, that was the beginning. Uh, well, Morbid Angel was mine, but that's the '80s again. Deicide too. Dude, all those bands. I mean, you know, him and I used to just like smoke pot, ditch, you know, ditch class, <laughs> and like crank the death metal and be like, you know, that was that was our thing. So, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I go back to all that too. So. Um, I had uh, two of the guys from uh, Faster Pussycat on here, and um, I asked about, and we talked about Dichotomy, me and Sean Offair, uh, you know, when they would, would go and do the Newly Deads. Would, oh, yeah. oh, fantastic stuff. I love it. The remake of the Susie and the Banshee stuff, and like the Newly Deads. I asked them, what's that like, you know, when you go from doing this glam act and you have, you know, an over 40 audience and you go do the Newly Deads? Now, this is going back 15, 10 years. You know, you get a younger yeah. crowd, a danceable crowd, a gothy crowd, a punk crowd. They loved it because they loved the transition. They loved going back and playing those old riffs with Faster. And then when you can go back and hit those beats with the Newly Deads, it just made everything fresh. Yeah, you kind of get to, you know, you have like different parts of your musical personality, I guess. And sometimes, you know, say the band you're in isn't, doesn't get to express all that. So I'm sure getting to do those two different, you know, types of music is like super fun, you know, and, and uh, satisfies, you know, all those needs or wants or whatever. So I'm sure it's great. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Uh, we should get to a song here, a second song here. Um, I, normally I'd like to let you pick it. We already heard Sid, Sid Vicious in the dress. Uh, what would you pick off the new Power Man? Um, I'm gonna say I really like the song "Hostage." I think it's awesome. It, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. I have a fa personal favorite. We played on the last show, but we'll get to that one in a little bit. Maybe I'll let you guess. But um, all right, uh, let's uh, let's get to "Hostage." That is definitely my I'd say my second favorite on the album. Great stuff. And uh, Ty Oliver, uh, thank you for doing this with us. We'll get right back with Ty and girls. That's T Y as in Ty. Okay, don't spell it differently. All right. Uh, they do that all the time. I can't find him on the internet. Just look uh, up Power Man. <laughs> no, I, I get hit with that all the time. Like, T H I, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I know, right? And then I'll go and misspell it on Twitter or something. I'm famous for that. That's not. It's not a good thing. 186 shows in, and I'm still misspelling stuff. But yeah, we have been here for seven years. And just so you know, you're not the only one new to the show. Sean is. We're still breaking him in yeah, here. But this is really new. Yeah, we're just, four, four, episodes, four episodes in. Now he's doing good. He's doing good. And uh, he's also picked up his bass recently, too. So it's some inspiration happening here. All right, Ty Oliver, thank you. And uh, we're going to get right back to you right now, a little hostage.
And we are back, folks. And as I always say, what do I always say? People can talk this back at me now. All the good conversations, all the interesting ones happen off the air. We are talking Pig Destroyer <laughs> with Ty Oliver from Power Man 5000. Uh, yeah, I, I really like Pig Destroyer. But me and Sean met at a ministry show. And um, God, I, what, I'm trying to think. Yeah, we're into, into the industrial scene only because it's like the next step of metal for me between that and death metal, you know. Um, what are you listening to right now, Ty? Uh, me? Um, I mean, I kind of go all over the place. I like, um, you know, like you just said, like I listen to some goth industrial stuff, but then I listen to like a lot of 80s stuff. Okay. I listen to some newer bands like the 1975 or like, I mean, I'm open to new stuff, but I also have my old favorites, you know, of course, but um, I just like, I'm a rocker. I like rock music. I mean, I was listening to Duff kagan's loaded band recently i kind of like never really checked them out and then i uh, mm-hmm. i for whatever reason i think i was listening to like velvet revolver and i was like you know i kind of surfed my way to um his band loaded and i've been digging on that recently um but um yeah i mean i i just like rock stuff be it mm-hmm. metal you know be it um pop rock i mean you know old new you name it alternative indie i mean i, I like all kinds of stuff so and it shows in your music. Um, and you are the lead guitarist. Do you guys ever switch it up in Power Man? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, there's definitely uh, some leads um, that the other guitar player handles live, absolutely. That, um, I mean, you know, the majority of, like, the solos, I guess you could call them. Okay. I'm, I'm doing them, but, like, he does. We switch off. There's definitely some lead parts he's doing in the, in the songs as well. So it's, it's, it's not all me. Okay. Well, speaking of you, I, I dug into uh, Heartstrings 2008. You had a CD? Or is it just yeah, music? Yeah. yeah. I, I really liked uh, Fade Into You. I felt that to be haunting yet a hopeful song. Um, in, and Sunset was very Satriani-esque. And that's a cruising yeah. song. There's nothing else to that but a cruising. That's how I felt listening to it. I don't know what you had in mind when you wrote those two songs. Um, I definitely was very much, you know, Satriani, that's that was the big influence um and just trying to do stuff that had feeling and sounded good mm-hmm. and wasn't um too i mean yeah it's it's solo instrumental guitar stuff but i didn't want it to just be like an obnoxious like shred thing too right. much i wanted it to have, be like a song that anybody could listen to it and like it would make sense. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I definitely wanted something that had feeling and um, melody and, and uh, yeah, I was going for songwriting too, not not just shred. But I also wanted to throw in some guitar flash in there too, so. Um, oh, uh, it's evident. It's evident, definitely. Uh, you make the know. you make the guitar talk like on heartstrings. Um, I felt like I was like in the midst of a conversation of like someone's life story. <laughs> it, it, that guitar was talking to me. I, I found that to be pretty cool. But yeah, that transition. Then you go into Power Man and just jam out. It's like it, 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 to me that's I, that's an awesome dichotomy right there. I love that. Yeah, yeah. No, well, thanks for listening to it, man, and giving it your ear. I appreciate it, dude. And uh, getting into uh, New Wave, the new Power Man. Uh, it's just a great record all around. I think it's a great record for somebody to come into. Were you in the studio with that one? Um, I wasn't as much as, uh, like, it was a lot of Spider and uh, the producer, Greg. Okay. And um, I got to be in there one day for a song that I didn't make the cut, actually. 
Ah, um, so well. I'm not on there as much as, as you might think, but it, I'm more of the live guy. Um, That's but, cool. Uh, yeah, him and the, the producer Greg and Spider really, you know, you know, kind of took it and knocked it out of the park on that one. So um, I don't know Ryan was on there, um, and I think maybe somebody else might have been in the mix. But uh, um, I mean, I was aware of it. I was hearing the songs. Just I, I wasn't, you know, I didn't get to, to be as hands on as you might think. But um, uh, the live stuff is, you know, kind of where that, that's where I step up and you know get to have fun. So. Do you guys get a chance to write new music on the road? Um, yeah, I mean, there might be some jams and stuff, like, at a soundtrack. Um, and uh, Spider's, like, really, really uh, prolific and, and <laughs> comes up with a lot of stuff. So he's, like, like coming into the band, like, I just thought, you know, as a fan, I thought maybe he just did vocals and, and wrote lyrics and that was it. But he's, like, playing guitar and mm-hmm. programming drum. You know, he does, like, a lot. So um, he's kind of, like... He handles, uh, he pulls a lot of weight in that band. I mean, Spider's very much the, the, the mastermind behind a lot of that stuff. I mean, the artwork, the theme, the whole, it's all him, so. Yeah, it's in the blood, I think. <laughs> we know that yeah. Rob, that Rob guy. <laughs> I mean, he knows, you know, yeah, he knows what he wants, and he knows uh, the, the vibe he's going for. Plus, he, like, he customizes our clothes. And, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, he does a lot of different things. But, yeah, him and his brother are, like, obviously very very creative artistic people oh yeah i was i was on board from the beginning I, anywhere from like superheroes to anime stars that's how it, like the look was and right. i i thought that was really cool uh, I, I it caught my attention right away and that first album i, I still love a lot of that i mean uh, just uh, swim swim with the sharks it's just like i cannot oh, not that, play that song that radio, the kung fu radio yeah mega kung fu radio yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. i love that i mean you can't start a summer off around here without me well me playing that every day <laughs> yeah, I get, we get a lot of people that are like they, you know, request stuff off that album because we don't really play right anything off of it right now. I mean, we did we did start to do like Neckbone for a minute, um, and then I think we did Car Crash once. Oh yeah, yeah. Like once or twice, and then we just didn't play it after that. Like so, but a lot of people do say the same thing. They're like, make it come for radio, play some stuff off that, you know. So. That's uh, that's awesome though. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I called called them, called you guys, I should say, on Ozfest way back when, and uh, yeah, he was on the second stage at that point. But he definitely uh, made a statement. You knew there was going to be more coming. Um, what is the, the the crowd feedback like? Are you finding? I, I, t- I ask all artists this now because they get frustrated on stage when either people aren't showing or they're not getting into it. You guys getting good feedback from the crowd? Yeah, you know, I'd say the majority of the time, um, it's great. And people go nuts and they're super into it and jump around and it's it's like a whole you know this whole energy thing going on um, and then of course there's the nights where there's a bunch of people there and they just kind of don't do much. Um, <laughs> the but, mo- you mean the millennials? <laughs> I mean I, who knows? I mean it, you know, but um, that happens here and there and it's like we're still gonna jump around and be idiots. So um, I like that. But, I mean it, it helps you know when when you're getting that. Um, that give back from the crowd, yep. you know, that really makes the whole thing just kind of go off that much harder. Um, but uh, I mean, regardless, you know, if it's a crowd that's just kind of not going for it, we're still gonna we're still gonna give it a hundred percent. So we'll we'll still be up there jumping around, um, regardless. So that I believe, that I believe. Yeah, but we we certainly encourage everyone to 
you know, have fun and, and go nuts. Don't just stand there. So I, I always wanted to know this, and, and I think I know the answer, but if you have a crowd that's giving you a real positive reaction and, and you guys are into it and they're into it, does that justify or warrant the need for the extra songs at the end? Uh, you guys might uh, walk off stage and come back on and maybe play a few extra songs yeah, if it's a good crowd? Absolutely, because sometimes if, if it's like a night where ah, they're not that into it, it's kind of like, it's kind of rough. We're having a hard time, like, getting, you know, that response. Um, we might cut a song. We might not play one or two, you know, um, or make that, that encore at the end just kind of be, you know, a song less. So just to kind of, like, wrap it up because, you know, it's, it's just kind of flat or whatever. Um, and if it's going off, like, yeah, we're going to play all of them, man. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And like I said, we had some of your friends on here too. A band called Nightclub. You know Emily Cavanaugh? Oh well, my girlfriend's introduced me to them recently, and like, yeah, we saw them in L.A. Uh, and I'm like a fan. So yeah. No, no I am too. Yeah, super cool band. Great music. They're awesome. Yeah, I got them both on. They were driving somewhere, and I had them. They they called up, and I got them on. They're gonna laugh when they hear that you did this too. Uh, great, uh, yeah. great people. Great people. Um, yeah, I, I dig. She's so like angry on that stage. It's it's great. She's like I told her she's like a, a female uh, Jonathan Davis when she gets up there. Nice. <laughs> she nice. she yeah. goes off. I think she did the pig face reunion last did year. Did she really? Chicago. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pig face, big one, man. Yeah, they have a new album coming out too. I don't know if you are a fan of pig face at all, Ty. Uh, I know that I know of them. I I and I think I've even seen them like live once. I think. Yeah, me I, too. We have once. Um. But uh, did you guys go see the, that recent that tour with uh, Nightclub and Combi Christ? Combi Christ. No, I knew you were going to say that. I wanted to go to that so bad. Yeah, I mean, that, I was just going to say, because there's another band on there, uh, Death Valley High, that, that's um, really great guys, too. They're a good band. Definitely worth checking out. And, you know, maybe even somebody, you know. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Let's write that down, yeah, Sean. Write it down. Do write it down. Got it. All right. Scribe. Okay, cool. All right, we got that one written out. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, they're great, guys. great, really nice guys, and uh, we actually toured with them with Orgy. Um, oh, nice. Uh, years ago, and uh, they're from the Bay Area, where you know, and I, uh, an old band I was in used to play with them, and and they're out there killing it still. So awesome. Uh, that yeah. was that the tour with Pig. Did they play? Was that Pig and Combi Christ and? Uh, I don't know if Pig was like on that. Time. I saw Pig a long time ago. Yeah. I don't. I haven't seen them. I didn't know they were still going. Pig. Okay. Yeah. Well, sidebar anyway, comment. Sorry. We do that. Speaking of pig, I think I think they played with uh, they toured last summer with Julian wow. K. Oh wow, Julian K. Oh, good yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah it's another You've... band. Totally dig that band for sure. For sure. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, we're gonna take a, a quick break here for a song. Got to pay the bills too. I'm going to pick one. I'm gonna see his reaction on this one, Sean. My favorite tune is uh, "Die on Your Feet." Oh, yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know. You guys going to play that one live? We get a lot of people asking about that. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, won't, I won't be disappointed. That That's my favorite on the new one anyway. All right, right. Uh, folks, Ty Oliver, lead guitarist of Power Man 5000. We'll get right back with him paying the bills. All right, thanks, Ty.
We are back with Ty Oliver, and that was Die on Your Feet. That was my favorite track on New Wave, which is a new Power Man 5000. Um, we were talking off the air once again. Sean had a really good question. Um, shoot. Yeah, so Ty, um, when you have downtime from Power Man 5000, is there any new music that you're doing solo or kicking around ideas with other artists? Um, like, I, you know, like I was saying, I'm always open to it. I don't have anything specifically going on at the moment, but I do have just, you know, rough ideas and demos that I make, you know, at home. And they just, I never have anyone to sing on them. So I'm always kind of like making this, you know, music and, and it can be a varying style. Usually it's kind of a little more on the, I don't know, I want to say the, the pop rock end of things, but um, I'm always looking to, I'm open to collaboration, man. I'd be totally down to, to get something start, uh, going. Um, even if it's just to make, you know, music that's just a studio project, I, you know, that'd be great. Um, but uh, at the moment, I don't have anything going on, but I'm always, you know, cooking up ideas. And, uh, 
you know, like I said, looking for people that, you know, people want to collaborate. I'm totally down for it, for sure. Are you open to, like, female singers, too? It's actually, like, for whatever reason, like, I love the, that band, The Birthday Massacre. Yes, like, we were just talking yeah, about that, fans. too. Yeah. yeah, I love that band, man. So I, I always kind of, like, picture something along those lines um, in my head. Um, that would be awesome. So, yeah, female vocals would be great. It'd be, you know, fantastic. I- how, how does that work with like you know working with spider and working with a band like this like um are you allowed to just go off and do your side projects but not while you're touring obviously uh, is that something like yeah. they you're they condone yeah yeah i mean spider's totally cool um and he you know as long as it doesn't interfere with any commitments that we have then you know he's totally cool with it um within reason obviously if i'm i don't know out like you know using the power man name to oh, yeah. promote it in a, in a cheesy way or something <laughs> he's not going to be down for it but for the most part yeah he's, he's totally fine with that that's cool um yeah. and i i really i i'm a sucker for a really good heavy cover of something so i i loved the album copies clones and replicants which you're probably you. aware of of course um that was just before you joined i guess or, yeah, that was, that was a bit before I joined. That was like what, 2011. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my yeah. question for you, Ty, like, what song would you like to cover outside of that? Unless one of those is a favorite. Okay, you you know what I I can hear in my head I, um, is uh, that Information Society. Um, ah, I want to know. Uh, yeah, what's on your mind? Tell yeah. What's on your mind? Yep, yep. I, I I could just totally see that being. And I, honestly, I I think I think Spider could. Knock that one out. I more. think you're right. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be awesome. I, mean, I think I've kind of like subtly mentioned it, but like, oh, man. to kind of see what the reaction would be. And I think nobody kind of like, I think mm. just kind of went in one ear and out the other. But I was like, I, I still think that one's got mad potential. Like, Definitely. Yeah, make that beat heavier, you know, more uh, 2000s ish, you know? Cause, yeah, I, I, yeah, like kind of beef it up with some guitars and like add some, you know, uh, modern like programming and synths and, and you know, yeah, it's just got a good hook and a good melody, and like people know that song, and, and I think it just it's like ripe to be, you know, yes, made into a kick-ass hard rock version, you know. Yeah, like he did. Relax is fantastic. I've been waiting for somebody yeah. to do um, an emotion obsession. Uh, I don't. I think it's been covered, but I'd love to hear you guys do that. <laughs> Something yeah. he- heavy. Uh, yeah, I agree. You know the tune I'm talking about. I don't know if Sean does. Yeah. Is that before your time? It might be. I'm not sure I know that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, that could be a good remake. But I, I agree with you, man. Information Society. I have a remix of that song. It's pretty damn good. But I'd love to hear you guys do that. I could see you and Emily Cavanaugh, you know, and the whole you know, nightclub. I could see you guys doing that. I'd like yeah, to hear female vocals on that one. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think absolutely. Um, let's see. On that note, who would you like to jam with that you haven't jammed with yet? Oh wow. Um... I don't know. I, that one's like catching me off guard. And I'm kind of like stumped now. Now I'm like, uh. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I don't know. It's cool. I'm sure like after we're done, I'll be like, oh, that's the guy. <laughs> you know, like, I'll think of it later, I'm sure. <laughs> There's always a part two. Don't worry. What <laughs> What about advice for new musicians picking up an instrument for the first time? What What kind of advice would you have for, for people like that? Uh, practice as much as you possibly can. And the younger you can start, the better. And the more you put into it, the more you'll get out of it. I know that sounds super cliche and generic, but like, I just think that it's cliche for a reason because the guys that I saw 
like Matt from Recovery Bros, for example, I mean, he would just play guitar for, I mean, he was, he was one of those, like, you know, he'd sit at home all day and play guitar for, like, I mean, that's all he ever did. And he's, like, mm. ri- he's, like, ridiculously good. I mean, he's, like, and, you know, look at the music he's making. It's, it, it reflects, you know, that. So, um, I've just seen some of those guys who are, like, obsessive about it, and they're the ones who are usually really, 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 really good, to where I'm, like, geez, you know, like, how did you get so good, you know, so, um, just, uh, put the time in, I mean, but you gotta love it, if you don't, if it's not something, if you're just kind of into it, or, you know, it's, it's kind of gotta be your world, I think, I mean, yeah, the, uh, the, yeah, the fans will pick, pick you apart, if they can tell when you're faking it, you know, if it's for real, I mean, obviously there's exceptions, but, um, when it's like everything to you, you'll you'll there you you'll put the time in. You'll you'll do it. You know, I think so. And I think it's cool that you have those instrumentals that you did. It's a you know completely different genre. But um, they say I'm a writer, and you have to have something on the back burner at all times in case you never know when somebody's going to say, "Hey, have you written anything? This just happened to me, and uh, I got a new opportunity." You know, like you have those things in your wheelhouse right now. So I mean, you have a resume to send them in MP3 format, basically, which is fantastic. You know, for a lead singer of any band, they get to hear you without you ste- stepping up. But then. I guess showing up live. Uh, do they rate your performance like physically? Oh, um, yeah, that was <laughs> kind of like that. Just kind of like came with. I think that just kind of went without saying. Like I, you know, I, I was like I'd seen I'd seen the band before, and I, mm-hmm. I I was fully aware of you know how active, excuse me, active <laughs> they are on stage and stuff. So exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like had to just kind of figure out you just kind of start figuring out where you just kind of find your groove and you kind of see the parts where everyone kind of goes nuts and Mm -hmm. it just kind of you know you just kind of start getting comfortable and and finding your spots and um i mean i'm still you know even you know just even these last couple tours like i'm finding you know parts i'm getting more comfortable on and spots i can you know rock out more where i used to be a little more rigid and it's like Mm -hmm. i'm still like you know trying to step up my my performance you know what i mean but um no, there was never, I mean, there was maybe like a kind of a a joke, it was, ma- you know, mentioned jokingly like, oh, should we show them where to jump around? And like, no, no, <laughs> just, you know, worry about playing the songs right now and it'll come and, you know, you know, you kind of just, you, you play the set a few times and you start kind of picking up on it. Cool. You know I mean? yeah. do, you, do you have a favorite song to play live? Oh, man. Um, there's a few that I get really stoked on. Um, I really like playing Invade, Destroy, Repeat. It's, <laughs> um... I don't know, there's just something, that song just kicks ass. Um, How to Be a Human's fun, Supervillain's fun. Um, Let's see, oh, Supernova's fun. I mean, they're all like, honestly, they're all such like good, high energy songs that um, uh, Free is fun. Uh, The current set we've got going right now is pretty darn cool because, I mean, it's, it's pretty much just, it doesn't have any points where it really kind of drops off it just kind of is like bam 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 you know mm-hmm. like one after another so um i mean they're all they all have, they all have something fun and, and and cool about them so i agree yeah yeah um well uh, let's see you guys are playing at the craft house in pittsburgh it's down the road from my house 
Uh, we'll right. be there. That's July 30th, folks, if you're in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, I would yeah. say don't miss it. That place is gonna it has to be packed, and it's a really cool venue. Um, and if you're into food and drink, it's de- it's definitely got that. Uh, brand new place, so I hope you guys ha- have a good time there. Really, uh, it is still on for the thirtieth, correct? Because I know it was rescheduled. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we had it on an earlier tour, but now it's it, yeah, it's still happening. We're uh, we're heading out um, uh, next week. First show is July thirteenth. That we are we're going out on the road with Vices. That's a, definitely another cool band. I'm excited to play with them. Actually, um, uh, we did a couple shows with them last fall, and they're really cool guys. Good band. Definitely check them out if you haven't already. Um, that's Vices with a V. Mm-hmm. Um, Vy. Um, and anyways, yeah, we're 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 doing that show, and I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Awesome, awesome. And we should go out with a song here. But I have one more question for you, Sean. You got anything else? Because I got a good one here for him. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, your spare time. Uh, what do you do creatively outside of play guitar? Oh, creatively? Yeah. Um. Well, I'm kind of a fitness nut. I don't really consider that creative, though. So <laughs> That's all right. I work out a lot, and uh, I don't know. I'll. Uh, I eat sushi with my girlfriend a bunch. There you and, uh, go. <laughs> yeah, we're into uh, that. <laughs> no, I mean, creatively, it's like, usually the stuff I do is somehow music-related. Like, um, I mean, I'm, I don't know. Dye my hair? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, yes. I got nothing, man. <laughs> well, you may have to pick the song we go out to, though. I'm going to... I Two more favorites. Uh, Footsteps and Voices or David fucking yeah. Bowie. I'm gonna go with footsteps. Yeah, I'm, we've been playing that live, and like I, I, I think that song is like seriously kick-ass. So. I truly believe that it is. Yes, is that like an opening uh, song for you guys on stage? Or? We'll have to come. Ah, well, I'm there. I'm gonna be there. And I'll be looking for you. So, um, all right. Well, once again, folks, Ty Oliver. Um, if you wanna plug everything you got, where you want people to go to find you. Uh, sure. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um. Just search Ty Oliver, T-Y-O-L-I-V-E-R. Um, you should find me. I mean, I'm there. So I'm definitely out there. So, um, yeah, look me up. Say hi. Very cool. <laughs> I had, no, man, we really appreciate you doing this. Uh, I, I can't thank you enough. Um, once again, I, I'm at Fairly Dark in the Twitterverse. Um, Sean has yet to join the Twitterverse. But I'm a Twitter a guy. I like Twitter. I know a lot of people kind of like or like not into it, but like that's probably the one I use the most. I don't know why. It just is. I, I do for bands. I've been telling Sean that um, it's been good for the past seven years finding new bands and uh, you know it, it, even you know older bands as well. will hit you up on Twitter before they will on Facebook. It's yeah. been it's been good for that. But Facebook, I, I enjoy it too. But yeah, find well anyway. Find me at Fairly Dark and folks. If you want your horror and any episodes from the past go to fairlydarkproductions.com you'll get my horror novels you'll get all the kettle whistle radio episodes and sean will be there too now (laughs) where do we find sean i don't know he doesn't like talking about it much facebook yeah pretty much and that's sean feldbush but hey uh, mr ty oliver i really appreciate you doing this um and uh, i will see you on the 30th at the craft house in pittsburgh and is there an opening act i forgot to ask that yeah, well, we're playing with this band Vices. They're coming out. Oh, they. Oh, okay. They're opening that yeah. day. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, I saw you on on Twitter with that. Okay. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, so they're playing. They're doing the whole run with us, and then whoever else. Uh, I think there's some local support. I'm not sure. 
Um, Probably. But I just want to say thank you for having me, and um, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Time to you know want to talk to me. So thank oh, you. hell's yeah, we'll yeah. be doing it again. I, I once you're in the family here, uh, you can't escape. Um, oh, <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to think: is there, are we forgetting anything, Sean? Seems like we're forgetting something. No, just good night. No, I think that's it. All right, that's it. All right, then. Good night. All right, folks, friends and fiends, thanks for tuning in to Kettle Whistle Radio. And I think we might have Ty Oliver back. We didn't offend him. Not this no. time. So. <laughs> All right, good night, folks. Thanks. And, oh, yeah, we're going for, uh, what are we going out with? What's up, some voice? Yes. All right, take care.
podcast leadership is a people business that's the philosophy of your podcast host john rennie as a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate america before starting his own manufacturing business he knows that leadership matters matters. deep leadership is real world actionable leadership advice from john and his expert guests Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wannabet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. 